Do you shop on Amazon.com? Of course you do. You can now support the Midwest Podcast Network while doing so. Go to Amazon.MidwestPodcastNetwork.com and a very small percentage of your purchase will go towards making our network and its content even better. That's Amazon.MidwestPodcastNetwork.com. Bookmark it today. Welcome to the Midwest Film Nerds Podcast. I'm Alex. I'm Tim. I'm Willie. I'm Nikki. Today we are doing Fight the Franchise number three on the Sleepaway Camp series. But before we get to that, feedback at MidwestFilmNerds.com is where you can write to us. Let us know what you think of the show, the things that we talk about. You can find us on Twitter and Instagram at MFN Podcast. We're also on Facebook and uh, Vine. Search for Midwest Film Nerds. Midwest Film Nerds podcast on those. You can find all of our previous 142 plus bonus episodes and fight the franchises on MidwestFilmNerds.com with full show notes and timestamps so you can skip over spoiler Terry. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. I think that's it. Amazon.MidwestPodcastNetwork.com. Shop there. Yeah. Part of your purchase money will come to us. A very small amount. No additional cost to you. And we'll make our show and network even better. Yes. Now that we're done with all that stuff, Tim. Yes. Please intro the Sleepaway Camp fight the franchise. Sleepaway Camp. Yay. Series of movies. <laughs> four, four movies. Four movies. Um, we shortened it this time on purpose. Yes. But somehow it took us longer to put it out. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, basically. What, okay. So the first movie, the year is, it came out in 1983. Um, it's kind of at the, it came out at, I would say the tail end of the prime era of slashers um, as they began their descent into sequels. Um, by this point, Halloween, Black Christmas, Texas Chainsaw Massacre, and then there are also like summer camp slashers, which is what this fits into, like Friday the 13th, The Burning, like Madman. Um, this is directed by, the first one's directed by Robert Hiltzik, um, went into production in 1982 with a budget of $350,000. It was released in November theatrically of 1983, grossed $430,000 in its opening weekend. So wow. made its money back. <laughs> <laughs> That's impressive. Right. It would go on to find a lot more success, I think, on video. It became a, it was a modest theatrical hit. Um, its opening weekend, it was the top-grossing film in New York, though, and it would top movies in New York like um, Amityville 3D and Barbara Streisand's Yentl. So if you're, <laughs> if you're beating a Barbara Streisand movie in New York, then yeah. you're doing something right. Absolutely. Um, I mean, it was Yentl, though. <laughs> an excellent play. <laughs> um, it would spawn... Oddly enough, similar themes to this movie. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. You think of that. Um, <laughs> are we going to do a Yentl run trash back then? Uh, I think we have to now. No. Yeah. It's 10 minutes long. Barbara Streisand fight the franchise. <laughs> <laughs> the franchise of Barbara Streisand. That'd be a fight. <laughs> anyway, I'm sorry, Tim. So anyway, it spawned two sequels that released. One was re- their film back to back, released in 88 and 89. Then it spawned a, another sequel that was released about 20 or so years later. There was actually so three ones that were actually produced and another one that started production and fell completely apart and stopped <laughs> making its money. That was in around 1993, I think. Um, Willie, what's your history with the series? Sleepaway Camp came to me a little bit later on. It was kind of post my formative horror years. Um, I'd heard about it. I knew of its existence. was not available at the video store I went to, so therefore I didn't see it. 
Um, I saw it later on. I think at college, I want to say, I saw it the first time. And I sat there watching through the movie, and I'm like, why do people talk about this? What is the reasoning? <laughs> and then something happens, and I went, okay. It's probably why we're talking about it. So uh, we'll get into that, because I want to save that for the, the two virgins here. Um, <laughs> but no, it's... Uh, in terms of the, the sequels, I had seen bits and pieces of two and or three. They run together a little bit because they were shot back to back and they almost are just one big movie. Mm-hmm. So I can't remember which one I saw more of. I want to say it was two. Um, and I'd never seen the 2008 uh, Return to Sleepaway Camp. So that's kind of where I'm at with the series. Gotcha. Mostly new. Mostly new to me, I'd say. Okay. Yeah. Or at least seeing it, you know, revisiting some stuff that I barely remembered. So, yeah. Absolutely. Uh, yes. Um, I had never heard of the Sleepaway Camp movies, and then I really had kept talking about it, and then finally I was like, okay, fine, we own this movie, we don't have to search for it, so <laughs> <laughs> so let's just throw it in and watch it. So that's all because of this man. <laughs> you have me to thank. I have, yeah, I have you. <laughs> what did you think about it? The first one. I mean, what would... What, what? It's great. It's, <laughs> <laughs> it is great. It is a glorious 80s film. <laughs> it oh. makes me... Um, I I never really had too much in the camp experience. Yeah. I had fifth grade camp and then orchestra camp in eighth grade. <laughs> and that was it. And I will tell you that I'm really bummed that my experience was nothing like this. <laughs> <laughs> It was not exciting at all. That's an interesting reaction no. to that movie. <laughs> what a shame. <laughs> Do we want to move into the first one then? Well, I'll just say real yeah, quick. Alex? I watched this movie two hours ago for the first time <laughs> only because of this podcast. And uh, I honestly, like Nikki, I'd never even really heard of it until like you guys had talked about it. So everybody, everybody knows I'm not a big like horror guy so of course that's the only one in the series that i've seen as per the tradition with fight the franchise are you still um, basking in the afterglow of a little bit a little bit i'll get i'll get into my thoughts when we talk about it. i do have a few thoughts i but can't wait to hear them that's, yeah. so uh so i i don't know i guess i can start sleepaway camp came out in 1983 as tim said directed by robert hildzik and the imdb synopsis says angela baker a traumatized and very shy young girl is sent to a summer camp with her cousin shortly after her arrival Anyone with sinister or sinister or less than horrible intention wow <laughs> sinister or less than honorable intentions <laughs> gets their comeuppance. So that's it. Yeah, that's what it says. Yeah, all right. It's funny because the I rented it on iTunes and the synopsis that they gave was a little bit spoiler. Like it kind of like slightly ruins some of the twistiness of the movie. Okay. But uh, so if you rent it on iTunes to watch it for the very first time, don't read do the thing. Do not no. read the synopsis. It's yep. best with this to go in blind. Yep. Also, we're going to spoil it like crazy. Yeah, so <laughs> yeah, there's no way to not. So spoil pause it. now, go watch all of the Sleepaway Camp movies and then come back. Or at least <laughs> just the first. If you survive it. <laughs> yeah, really really just the first is necessary. Yeah. <laughs> but you should watch the other ones too. <laughs> yeah. So, I who wants to begin? I, I think, Nikki, why don't you kick it off? I mean, what this is your first time. Well, I will just say that I actually really enjoyed the opening music for Sleepaway Camp. It was, uh, it was very, like, orchestral, and it was very soft and eerie, and it had some, I don't know, good, like, 
dun 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 kind of like moments in it and then it was i don't know it, it, the the camp itself was all very peaceful but still had that very eerie feel and it, it did it set up the movie very nicely yeah. i really really liked the music that that played um, and just with the scenes of the empty camp at the beginning, it was kind of uh, it's yeah. weird and, and then creepy it's like, and offsetting. Yeah, and then you see this trash can knocked over, and you're like, "Why is that there? <laughs> <laughs> what is that trash can doing on the ground? What? <laughs> it's up to no good. Total disorder. <laughs> Who did that? <laughs> but no, I just that was um that I, I that was one. That that was the one thing that I liked about the no, it was one of the <laughs> things that I liked about this movie, um, and why and I liked that it starts off with a flashback of um, Angela at um, like on vacation with her family, and um, and then there is this horrible crash that happens um, because this lifeguard lets his girlfriend. He's working, by the way. Why is his girlfriend on a boat with him? Let's her drive. And then she crashes into Angela's father. I think that's the assumption. Or, yeah, or no, is he it... gets killed by the boat. Yeah. Okay, yeah. It, it, yeah. that was Angela's. Despite yeah. his body being completely intact. And... Yeah, it <laughs> right. I mean, it, it, you could tell that that boat would have decapitated him. Oh, yeah. I mean, because it was... It was, uh, they were cruising. Yeah. yeah. But um, my favorite and he was, part... It was head on. Like... Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> or head off. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. But my favorite part of that scene, and I, um, I just watched it for the second time this morning, and I didn't notice it the first time, is that the lifeguard, the boat stops, and the lifeguard is just standing there staring. <laughs> You are a lifeguard. You are trained for situations like this. Yes, you may be a teenager or whatever, but you are trained for this. Don't just stand there. I don't know. It's just it was how his reaction. He yeah. Was, why why was the girl on like the wakeboard or whatever? Why did she have to be the one to call out that there's a boat ahead of them? Like <laughs> there, she is the least equipped person to be able to see that. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> One of many questions we'll be asking. <laughs> uh-huh. But yeah, no, that, I mean, I guess just going into it and, and just how the movie starts, uh, th- those are my thoughts. Yeah. Okay. Alex, a, yeah. Alex, you got any... Uh... I, I did, as, like, I think the, the best quality of the movie is actually the score. I think a lot of the music in it is actually pretty good. But other than that, like, there are a few actors in this film where they feel like they're in a different movie. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> Who would that be? Alex? And anyone in particular? It's, it's mostly the, the 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 woman that's uh, that plays the mom, Aunt Martha. Aunt Martha. Oh yeah. boy! Like she, God, oh she's my fantastic. God. Like, she <laughs> it deserves a, a much more high caliber. Like part of movie part of this. me, like part of me hopes that she got like notes after they watched the dailies that were like, yeah, we need you to like not be a normal person in this movie. <laughs> But I don't think that's true. I think it was just she brought this to the performance, and that's what's on the screen. Like, I don't think she was directed to be that way at all. But I, who knows? I well, haven't. I have yeah. a suggestion for our next fight the franchise because I looked her up this morning, and she's only been in five other movies <laughs> <laughs> since 1983. One previous, and then she took like a 15 year hiatus because she I. became a real estate agent. <laughs> 
and <laughs> this house is the best. You must purchase it. Good, yes. Goodbye, my angel. <laughs> so I think that we should at least, you know, I don't know, entertain her other movies. So like entertain do, do the fact a that she's of, like a retrospective on her career. On Aunt Martha? Absolutely. Can we find some houses she sold and review those? <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, we can ha- like interview people who who purchase who, houses. Purchase from her. From her. She scared the shit out of you. <laughs> she is. A, I I watched a little bit. She is a just. She's an interesting woman. Yeah. Yeah. She's a. And this is a bizarre performance. So. What I do you mean yeah. by interesting woman? She's just. Uh, I, she's very outlandish. It seems like okay. at times. So, uh, yeah, I, she's, like, it, yeah, I feel like she's like seeing a different world than the rest. You're of right. <laughs> but um, no, I think uh, number one, James Earl Jones's father is in this movie. What? Yeah, there's some trivia I want to get into yeah, for this because okay. this is but, this is a series of like people related to more famous people. <laughs> <laughs> Yep. Awesome. All right. So I'll let you get to that. Yeah. But basically, my only other thought is all this really, really, really made me want is the Wet Hot American Summer <laughs> Halloween special, <laughs> which I think the title itself makes no sense, which is fantastic. Mm-hmm. But I just want them to come back and make a horror movie with the Wet Hot cast. Do a, sl- like like a, a slasher. Like a, like a slasher. Yeah. Like, like a Club Dread kind of. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Like the second day at camp, there's a serial killer abound. <laughs> <laughs> like something like that. I think it would be really. I think that would be a really funny and cool place for them to go with that if they wanted to That's make fantastic. more. Fantastic, and you That's should really write whoever you yeah, meet. I'll, everybody, I'll call everybody, up David Wayne and, and ever connected know. to that movie, <laughs> throw it out there, it and just, one of them, it's gonna stick. It, that that was like the weirdest thing to me is that it felt like the the set was like I don't know if all summer camps looked that way, or if the people who made Wet Hot saw this movie and was like, hey. What if we just made this an absurdist comedy and they just copied the set completely? I don't know. It's really weird that that's like in the in the ether that people kind of see some sleepaway camps this way. Because the one fifth grade camp that I've been to was not anything like that. And those two, like the sleepaway camp and the wet hot camp are like, the only difference is the cabins are red. That's it. Uh-huh. So it's it's it, that was kind of crazy to me. But anyway, I the movie's weird. I the twist was strange. We should talk the, about the twist. The yeah. weird pedophilia and like pedophilia, like uh, James Earl Jones's father just laughs off the pedophilia. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the yeah there's cook. a there's a cook that is saying very inappropriate things about these young yeah. camp- campers and <laughs> James Earl Jones' dad, Robert Earl Jones. Yeah. He just goes, oh, you rascal. <laughs> yeah, he literally is just like, oh, and walks away. He's at it it's again. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So it's really, there's a lot of stuff in this movie that's just really gross it's to a me. Very, it's a very mm-hmm. weirdly sexual movie, and I mean that in like the weirdest yeah. way. Like, yeah, it's, ske- it's skeevy. Yes. Yeah. Well, and then they, they, there's a, there's kind of a subplot that really doesn't go anywhere really with like their dad was a homosexual clearly yep. and but like I don't know what that means about anything that's it's yeah that, John. it's it's almost it's almost <laughs> like like the and the way that they play it is as though they're suggesting that the dad's homosexuality just completely destroyed the kids. Yeah, yeah. Like it's, that's what leads to but, her being so. But or what, him or? But I was it her dad? Or yeah. was it his? Okay, because I yeah. was like, I wasn't even at that point because there's so much time elapsed and there's so much yeah. stuff 
that goes on in between. They don't make it terribly clear. That, like, yeah, it's like, they. I think they, they should have done, like, a flashback of the boat incident and him dying again real fast <laughs> and then and then saying oh but this was him in bed with another man yeah. well and it's the, it's it's the like, man that's at the at the that calls him in and it's like oh the doctor's here do you remember that part the no. man who's on the shore it's the that, dad and his lover yeah, yeah that are taking them on this vacation shut mm-hmm. up yeah <laughs> mind blown <laughs> what so but just the fact that like they kind of reveal that the dad was gay at the at like the client like almost the climax of the movie, it's almost like the oh man, this person's so messed up because her dad was gay. <laughs> I just like well, Ugh. and then and then like in that same exact like fantasy vision thing, yeah, or whatever. It's like her, uh, what you assume is her and her cousin in bed, and then like pointing their fingers at each other, and they're t- like they're. I I, I get it because they're not gonna like film two children like yeah. you know anything like that but it was so it was actually really confusing because they're just sitting in this weird bed and like ju- a black like and the only thing that you yeah and it's like nothing that's just like her homosexual father was <laughs> but then so you're i guess assuming that i don't know that something they happened that something there. happened between her and the cousin but she loves her cousin no it was her but, and the it was her and her brother yeah mm-hmm. her, i think her, her him and his sister. Yeah. Because, well, no, because. Angela? Yeah, because yeah. Angela was Peter. There were two kids there on the boat kids at the on beginning. The bo- yeah. There's a, a brother and a sister with their father, and you think. So we're to take it. Wait. So, wait. so Angela, technically, Angela's the one that Angela's dies. Peter. Yeah, Angela, the, the girl, Angela is dead. She gets she, killed. She die or she's, oh, who knows what happens. Right. But then. Her 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 aunt takes her takes uh, Peter t- takes Peter in, but it's like, oh, you're a you're a boy already. already and I don't have want one. So you're gonna them. be Angela now. Yeah. You're Ugh. gonna be her sister now. Yes. What? Gross. The real Angela is dead. She died on the what? boat crash. We need to rewatch. Oh, yeah, this yeah. Movie. What? I I watched this movie <laughs> twice. <laughs> no, it's not. I because I didn't get that the first time I saw it. I remember like thinking I didn't get it until like I rewatched yeah, it again. I'm, I'm only yeah. really piecing it together right now. Your only real clue is the it. little little life jacket that floats. So you yeah. know one of the kids died. Yes, you know what I mean. Well, even then though, you see her bandage or him bandaged. So you're like maybe he just got. It's really confusing. It's not yeah. well done. Okay, but the real true concept is that there were two kids, twins. I'm assuming. Yes, on the boat together, a boy and a girl. The girl died. The boy got sent off to the aunt. Got turned into a girl. And now we have Peter slash Angela. Spoiler alert. Because I remember the first time I watched it when the twist came at the end, all, all I'd heard about was the twist. And then the twist comes and I did never I didn't piece together mm-hmm. that part piece yeah. of information. And I just went, Well, okay. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but now now that like I know that it adds I don't know, I it adds a very a strange layer to it. When you go back it and does. rewatch it knowing that information, it Angela's kind of one of the more sympathetic slashers when it comes to this because really she's just this like coming of age person and she's just taking out her all of her sexual confusion and like violence on these other kids and it's yeah. really kind of it's kind of interesting and sad mm-hmm. this is a movie that feels though like and it's part of its appeal too in a weird way it feels like it was directed by just like a dirty old man and um so i, I thought this had some interesting uh twists on the slasher movie it makes angela a very sympathetic character in a way with the way it goes about it they throw in little nuggets um throughout that kind of show 
I mean, if you go back and watch it, knowing the twist, um, she walks on the stairs covering her. Yes, she knows of her entrance. Her entrance. Her hands are weirdly placed over her crotch. <laughs> I noticed that this time. I was like, so oh. Tim, you're seeing the movie over time shows its little nuggets. <laughs> <laughs> Alex was just giggling that entire time. Oh, boy. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, that was good, Alex. So. <laughs> a plus. <laughs> so, anyway, it really, it's a movie ahead of its time. Um, it, needed, it tried to add a different twist on the slasher um, character. That twist would come probably a year later with Nightmare on Elm Street. Did it better. It, it switched it around a little. So. Yeah, it mixed it up. Um. I gotta talk about the characters in this movie because mm-hmm. they're hilarious. They're cartoons. Let's start with my girl Judy. Um, Judy is like the Valine of the piece. <laughs> she's like always like picking on everybody and like interrupting. Like like she seems like she's like a, like a a master strategist. Like mm-hmm. she's like I'm gonna play these. Like what? Yeah. You're like 14. I mean she's like 30, but. Uh, it, it's it's insanity. Um, uh, real quickly on Judy on the uh, DVD box set that they came out with, um, they throw in a, a like a quick short film where Judy like invades. It's like twenty. It's, it looked like it was filmed the same time as like Return to Sleepaway Camp. They throw in a quick little short film called Judy, and she like breaks into a couple's house and like does like some sort of funny games like house invasion torture thing with. Them. Is this the, the, the original actress? Yes. How did she live? Well, I, I don't, it's not canon. Yeah, so it's like, just kind of a side thing. All they right, did. Like, you know I'm all about my canon. So, like, wait a second now. Shut up. Uh, yeah. yeah, I don't think Should've the whole figured vagina. So yeah, the, 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 <laughs> um, the curling iron up the hoo ha doesn't really. Uh, I guess her death occurs off screen. Kind of. She so. could have survived. Mm-hmm. Yep. Well, uh, but I'm really confused by. Maybe she just burned her arm. <laughs> <laughs> she passed out from the pain. I'm really confused by Judy because she looks like a camp counselor. She's a camper. And that's, like, that's insane to me. That is totally no, insane because she yeah. like acts as though she is a, a camp counselor. She's the same age as she's older than some of the camp counselors in yeah. this movie. It's just but, that's that's hysterical because there's, you've got kids in like sleeping bags. The kids that she kills in the sleeping bags later on, they're like clearly eight years old. Yeah. And then they're at the same camp with like. 18 year olds it makes no sense mm-hmm. it's kind of like wet hot <laughs> yeah it is <laughs> but like that okay i guess that doesn't make sense because i really thought that her and meg were camp counselors and i was like number one why are you terrorizing this no, little meg sh- is a counselor sh- yeah shut well, up meg, meg, meg is. is a counselor what the fuck? meg is a counselor you gotta be shitty no <laughs> <laughs> and okay so then the one that's sympathetic to angela counselor or camper she's a counselor counselor what? <laughs> what? Jeez, Nikki. Yeah, they're, they're, they're all, they're all at, the, at the counselor meeting when Mal is like, oh, yeah, you guys, everybody's working, but uh, these two. And then Meg says it's her day off. Yeah. Remember? It's her night off. She was working as a counselor. At She's going to go bang Mal. I think I was just some m- way more focused on Judy because, like, at least, like, Meg. Well, she's so developed. <laughs> Meg the entire time is just, like, a total, like, like um the cousin Ricky is like, oh, here comes the Wicked Witch of the West. Yeah. Okay, I'm out of here. Or, or it wasn't Ricky. Was it Ricky or was it the friend? Paul. Paul. I think it was Paul. The and then he's like, look-alike. yeah, hey, I know that everybody here terrorizes you. Here she comes. Okay, bye. <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm trying to, like, what? And then, but like, I don't know. She's just, uh, gosh, I, uh, it's, 
Just go on, because I, I, well, I no, need I, a moment to digest all of this. I just, real quick, I, I, need to, I need to mention, we mentioned Aunt Martha. I need to mention Ronnie, because he's amazing. <laughs> Ronnie's the best. This yeah. jacked man who's like, <laughs> looks like he does nothing Speaking but Speaking of weights. nuggets, those shorts. <laughs> right? The short shorts and the crop top. And Wait, which one is Ronnie? The buff one. The buff one the with the shorts. The buff man. Came back and returned to Sleepaway Camp. Yeah. Yeah. Angela. Angela. <laughs> yeah. Like the old guy. The older guy. Okay. Yeah. He clearly is a counselor because okay. he's like 60. Well, I was but... thinking about the counselor that looked like um, the guy from Baywatch Nights, Eddie. <laughs> <laughs> Eddie. Um, oh, the one that's married to Leanne Rhymes. Eddie Cibrian. Cibrian. Oh, yeah. Eddie's, uh, I think I know that. Eddie, yeah. Know. He's around <laughs> too, but... I think we're gonna get a Baywatch Nights reference in it. <laughs> but Ronnie is uh, Ronnie's hilarious because his entire role in the story is when two kids get in a fight, he appears out of nowhere and pushes them apart. He does that yeah. thirty times in the movie. It's great. <laughs> um, and then we got to talk real quick about Mel, Mel, the, the guy who runs the camp. The, the, He's a lech. He, he gets a weird. For some reason, he's totally convinced that uh, cousin Ricky is the murderer for no reason. <laughs> he says, "There's a line where he goes, I've seen the hate in his eyes." What? <laughs> He seems like a pretty well, happy I mean, kid. It's not for it's not for any for no reason. It's because like the every time that something has happened to Angela, Ricky defends her, but he's like always really vile about it. He's got a terrible mouth on him. I don't know. Kind of, it's pretty. It, it, I mean, yeah, it's totally every, illogical. I love but, it though. I love. But every like everybody that. at that camp, like has a mouth of a sailor. No, totally. And and so it's like. To pick this guy out, I mean, it's not. Yeah, I get it. It's not totally it's out not, of left field. It's not completely but unfounded, but it's still it's totally. Funny, but yeah. It's pretty funny. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mel has the droopiest face I've ever seen. Yeah, he looks like a basset <laughs> hound. Yeah, Mel, yeah. Mel, Mel's Mel's interesting. He looks like a human basset. The hound. only person who like the only non-killer person who actually kills somebody in the movie. Well, he doesn't actually kill Ricky. Well, He's still breathing. Oh, mm-hmm. he might come back into play. Don't All worry. Right. All right. <laughs> I have some real quick trivia yep, let's on hear this. It. Okay. Uh, we already said Robert Earl Jones, father of James Earl Jones, was in this movie, played That's the cook. Um, Judy was originally um, cast a Jane Krakowski from 30 Rock. Wow. And I think um, Ellie McBeal, blonde. Um, she's been in quite a few things. It was originally her, then she dropped out. Um, there was no real explanation. Um, understandably in the UK, (laughs) the correct choice, Jane (laughs) in the, uh, in the uh, UK. Well, she missed out on that, uh, short film they made though. That's true. The UK was called nightmare vacation. (laughs) (laughs) And, um, the final seed was actually a, they got a college student to wear a plaster mask of Angela's face. Uh, and Oh, okay. So that's why it makes it so weird that yeah. she's just standing there going, because <sighs> yep. it's a mask yeah. on her it can't face. Move. Okay. <laughs> and he, and well, he it sits there for so long. Yeah. And that, that I wrote a note, I'm like, if she was screaming or something or like yelling, no, yeah, no. that would make sense. Like She's almost just kind of like hissing a little bit. <laughs> uh-huh. and, that's it. and I was like, what? <laughs> and apparently, apparently the college kid got like really, really drunk. Because <laughs> they, like, they were talking about like that guy was plastered, like well, pretty much that. So it was him. And, yeah. Oh, plastered. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of really like weird, awkward, like fake uh, prosthetics and stuff, real quick. There's a mustache in this movie on a cop, and it's so blatantly oh. fake. You can oh, see yeah. the glue drying. Like, yep. I, I I listened to the commentary for this, obviously, and uh, he had gone away, and he had to go do another role or something. That actor, so he shaved his mustache. So they, 
I oh, love it. Man. Yeah. Uh, best kills? Oh boy. Um, I gotta go with the beehive. It's a little. Cre- it's creative. It, it's a. It makes sense for a camp uh, killer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I you think know. It- that was the worst. Really, I had beehive too, but okay. And I don't know. It's just like he sat there, and I can get it. Like he's like sitting there trying to get out, and he's like, ah! Finally, gets the door open and just collapses. Oh, it's dumb. I mean, no, it's dumb. And like, it's it's so unbelievable. I mean, my thing no, is, just, I hate like I am really unsettled by like large groups of animals or like in, even insects, insects too. Yeah. But like, I was thinking like whenever I see like a nest of like snakes and stuff, I like want to kill myself. Like it's horrible. <laughs> <laughs> like, well, okay. I mean, is it any less reasonable than a ten foot tall tall pot? No. That, like, why is that? Why do you have to get on a ladder? I get it. You got to feed a bunch of kids, but that is the least useful pot. The shit that's on the top <laughs> is not getting boiled. I'm sorry. No, I, I love that the handles are all the way up top. Like, how would you carry that <laughs> yeah. thing? Like, what is the? Is that is that a real piece of kitchen equipment? No, There's no. Like, I don't. Oh, absolutely God. not. I, I that's just, my favorite kill, by the way, because of how ridiculous. And it's not even a kill. But oh, it's so I, ridiculous. I agree. I agree. But I just wish that they would have improved it by like her throwing a child in there somehow. <laughs> yeah, like yeah. it was a perfect child size. I one. mean, like, it was so big she could have dunked the guy's head in there. You know. True. Yeah, like Hansel or Gretel like would have fit perfect yep. in there, and like the way, that's all that I thought about when I saw that. Yep. It was awesome. amazing. <laughs> amazing. I was excited. I, I, I mean, I was sad that he pulled it onto himself because I thought he was going to somehow make it all the way into uh-huh. the pot. But. I was the really I, kicking out. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Um, do we want to do quotes? I know you have T- a few quotes. Tim, so did you do favorite kill? I had the beast. Okay, okay. Yeah. also the beast. If you want to do a, a quote, I didn't write any quotes down. There's so many that I can't even. My the my favorite quote, just because I remember, it, is he goes, "Eat and shit and die," and then the kid goes, "Eat shit and live." <laughs> I love that. That was one of my favorites, also. Beautiful. Um, I, I wrote down a couple, but then um, it, towards the beginning of the movie, when um, I don't know, Angela is is just taken away to like go get another meal um, in the kitchen when. With the pedophile guy, like she, um, Meg or Judy goes, if she was any quieter, she would be dead. And then all the girls start laughing like it's the most hilarious joke they've ever heard. Like the quote itself isn't funny, but they're like, <laughs> and it's like, what? <laughs> it was not funny at all. <laughs> so I just I really liked that. That was that was one of my favorites. I guess if I had one, it'd be Mel yeah. when 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 um. When old Meg dies, his his little like soliloquy about the the loss of Meg and what it means to him. <laughs> yeah, his hands are shaking in the air. <laughs> um, are we at like final thoughts for this movie, real yeah, fast? Well, okay, well, just that as much as I loved the opening sequence, uh, like the music, the score for like the opening of the movie, the ending made absolutely no sense. <laughs> How can you go from like? This classical music that could be found in, I mean, so many actual, like, legitimate films. <laughs> and then go, then, and end it with, like, something with synth. Yeah, like, weird synth. It was, yeah, it was, like, it was terrible. Now, <laughs> it was, no, it, yeah, it was not good. Like, it wasn't even a good, like, song that used that. You know, like, synth and stuff like that. But 
just the fact that we started off with classical and then we ended up with synth, like yeah, it's yeah. a strange, it's a strange what, move. I mean, it would have been okay if you just stuck with one or the other, mm-hmm. but the fact that you just that's how far we fell. <laughs> that's how far we fell. <laughs> that's all. All right, uh, I think we can move on to Sleepaway Camp Two: Unhappy Campers. <laughs> Came out in 1988, directed by Michael A. Simpson. Uh, the synopsis says, Angela, supposedly reformed and living under an assumed surname, is working at a summer camp. However, when the campers start misbehaving, she soon reverts to her old ways. Dun, dun, dun. I love how the, <laughs> I love how this poster or whatever has both a Jason mask and a Freddy hand. Yes. Absolutely. They wow. come to play in the movie. Don't worry about it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so please take it away. Take it away. This is okay. We have a different Angela now. A different yes. actress playing Angela. Who's playing Angela? Too? We have not the boss, the sister of the boss, Bruce Springsteen. Pamela <laughs> Springsteen is playing Angela now. Um, she was not. She was an actress at the time. She has since quit acting. She's a photographer now. Okay. Um, there is a video of her um, uh, doing. If you search on YouTube, she gets with Bruce and they do dancing in the dark. She brings him up like the Courtney Cox in the video. And Pamela Springsteen comes up and dances with Bruce. Oh, really dances with her brother. <laughs> um, so she, this was released about five years later. Um, this is more of a, the first one was one of those, it's a movie that's played straight, but it's funny because it's, it's kind of campy and there is some ep- ineptitude at times with it. Um, and the ending is so ridiculous that you laugh too. Um, so it's a, this one, though, is more of a dark comedy spoof type. Um, I almost think, in a way, it's kind of a precursor. The second and third were filmed back-to-back, and they're, in a weird way, kind of, because they're a spoof, kind of a precursor to Scream. Like, maybe Wes Craven just watched <laughs> the Sleepaway Camp movies and then was like, I'm going to do these better. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> what you did. Because it really, it really touches on a lot of the things that Scream is known for kind of lampooning, which is the killer's kind of like the, the moral conscience. Yep. And anybody who, and they, I mean, they say it in the movie. Um, anybody who drinks or smokes or has sex, um, she's going to kill them. And it's kind of interesting throughout the movie. She starts out kind of like reluctant to kill everybody and then she just gets more and more frustrated and disappointed at everybody as it goes on and she, i love that i kind of did too mm-hmm. i like this one the best of the series i uh, think i agree this is my favorite of the series be- i was going to say that but i was like i wasn't sure if we were at that point yet if, or if we were going to do that at the yeah. end so i wasn't <laughs> going to say that it. yes absolutely this one is my favorite yep for so many reasons it's, I, and I, it's an interesting take on angela too she's in this one and the third one, which we could, um, she's kind of like it reminds. She's kind of like the Tipper Gore of, yes, of yes. like slashers. Now Tipper Gore, Al Gore's wife, back in the eighties, um, she kind of led a crusade against. Um, what I remember most for is um, like uh, language the- and. She's the one that came out with the stickers, like the parental advisory stickers, and went through. Yes, and she kind of led a crusade against stuff like sleepaway camp and stuff like gangster rap. And uh, there's a great, I think it was in like '84. There's a great um, video of line of her and Dee Snyder from Twisted Sister going head to head (laughs) on Capitol Hill, and it's wonderful. Um, So she's Pamela, or not Pamela, Angela has kind of become like the Tipper Gore (laughs) slasher because she's got this idyllic vision of how things should be and then everybody just lets her down and she, the mm-hmm. intentions are good 
but she, she doesn't see the execution is, <laughs> is not Woo! so i like it i think it's a clever movie at times mm-hmm. it's all it's a ton of fun and they managed now moving into i never thought we'd i that there were if i had just watched the original and didn't know there were sequels i would be like there's no way it's ever gonna make a sequel of this movie like what do you do with it at that point right. you know you showed that you, you you showed off the dick like it's over <laughs> um <laughs> but they did a cool job of making Angela kind of a like a fun, unique serial killer in these kinds of movies. She because because she is that like uh, she's such a do gooder and like she wants everything to be happy and sunny and pretty and summer camp's a place of joy. And then, but if anybody even remotely like tries to screw that up for her and the camper, she's gonna murder them <laughs> in <laughs> horrible ways. I love that. Like. She starts the movie like pretty much playing uh, Kumbaya on an acoustic guitar, and like she's just—it's the perfect vision of the camp counselor that all the kids hate because she's just like so by the books. Yep. Um, and I lie—I I don't know—I just love it. She's so funny, and she's Pamela Springsteen's actually got a lot of charisma. I think like she's the whole time you're kind of like rooting for her a little bit because you're like, yeah, this person kind of sucks. Like, kill her off, and then you start going. Well, now you're just being annoyed with them, like Angela. That's not. <laughs> yeah, her reasons for killing people get fitter and bitter. Uh, by the, by the time we get to number three, things will be like, I don't like your voice. Like <laughs> you're gonna die. Um, yeah. she, doesn't she kill someone in this one because she just talks too much? Is the second one is isn't there a girl? Uh, I think it's the third one where like she's okay. like, you, yeah, you talk too much. Like you're really getting <laughs> under my on my nerves. Yeah, it's it's pretty funny. Um, and they do some fun stuff with the kills in this one in terms of trying to bring in the camp setting and make it part of the way she kills off the. Uh, the victims, you know? And I, I dig that. I think that's cool. It's one of the things where Friday the 13th primarily was set at a camp for most of its run, but he really didn't do a whole lot that involved the camp itself in terms of killing people. So it was cool to see uh, them play into that that setting and the kind of stuff that would be laying around at a camp, you know? Um, yeah, I, I dug this one. I thought it was a lot of fun. I'm very happy I watched it. I think it uh, this one was my favorite because it's like a PSA. Like... <laughs> It is like I mean, there is a lesson to be learned uh, Don't around. Don't be a dick, or your counselor will kill you. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, every scene. Like, let let's just take Angela out of the horror movie scene. If she was going to be in two television shows, it would be Blossom <laughs> or Baywatch. Seventh Heaven. Oh. <laughs> I think that she could be in like the second season of Baywatch Nights and. <laughs> <laughs> and really, like, kick, kick some, like, kick some ass. Some what? mermaid ass. <laughs> so, wait, Angela could be in Blossom, and what was the second one? Uh, seventh Heaven. Okay. Because, I mean, they're constantly teaching you life lessons. Oh, like, like let's, I gotcha. Yeah. She okay. got a 90210, the, the, the initial run, too, because there was, like, a, like a mm-hmm. yeah, problem well, of the week to you solve. You know what, though? You have yet to see Blossom, and that's a damn shame. <laughs> Sorry. I mean, Called there's... Called out. Uh, there's Yikes. so... We did have her watch the premiere episode of Baywatch Nights Season 2. <laughs> I know, that's why I keep bringing it up, because we watched it two days ago, and it's... Maybe we'll do a retrospective on that. Amazing. <gasps> Just the second season, that's it. <laughs> yeah, because Baywatch Nights gets... It's a, like a sci-fi show on the Well, yeah, it was, yes. it was a cop show. <laughs> it, was, it, was, it, was, it took place at the, on the same nights of the Baywatch... Uh, Days <laughs> and uh, Hasselhoff moonlit as a private eye, so he'd go from his lifeguard duty to being a private eye. It was called Baywatch Nights. It did terribly, yeah. and so they retooled the show and made it basically X Files with Baywatch. Oh my god, this sounds amazing! <laughs> when we're done oh. here, we will you will watch the intro to the show, and you will understand. Absolutely. Yes. Absolutely. Anyway, we should talk about Sleepaway Camp. So. <laughs> 
<laughs> next retrospect. Perhaps. Because like because that could totally fall into like It would be a chore. I, I mean <laughs> it would be quite a fight. It's yeah. only twenty two episodes. <laughs> they, we'll talk about is it. Is it an hour long? <laughs> oh. <laughs> Hell yeah, it is. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, back to sleep awake. Yeah. Back to Baywatch nights. These are my thoughts on that. Yeah. No, I'm just. Um, <laughs> no, my first my first uh, note that I wrote down was boobs, <laughs> and <laughs> I I think it's just because you see boobs like pretty much right out of the gate. They up the boob, which is yeah. which was fantastic, and because like she's. Like, who's going to see me? Who's going to see my boobs? And then she struggles to put on a T-shirt. And <laughs> are, then, these, are these counselors, though? Uh, or who knows? The, yeah. I don't know. Point, Their honestly, boobs yeah. are like counselors' boobs, but like, like they're, <laughs> they're big, like developed be, yeah. boobs. But now I don't this know. After seems, It seems weird I gave me. up trying to figure it out. After, after finding out that Judy was a camper, <laughs> <laughs> I have no idea. But then there are the two little boys... Outside the window, and then one of my favorite quotes is "Tip Patrol," and <laughs> and then they are taking the pictures of the boobs. They're pretty great. Yes, I think that's it for for me for now. All right, I've got some trivia because oh we got we've got another sibling, uh, another related person to a famous actor. We have one Miss Renee Estevez, that's sister right. of Emilio, yeah. plays um, the blonde girl. The, the lead blonde, uh, the lead Molly, blonde right? girl, yeah. sister, sister oh, of Joe, the one, as well. The one who kind of survives. The one that right? has like the the moral fiber. Yes, the one the, that Angela likes. Yeah. And they almost get into like a weird lesbian thing. There the, for and a that's second. the thing. This one has kind of some of that too. And I never caught yeah, on to that. A little bit. Yep. Yeah. We have to rewatch because these she was movies. so damaged by her father's gay well, relationship. Well, she's got a vagina now, so she can be a lesbian. <laughs> yes, <now>. she's <laughs> been. Yeah, that's good. She's fully a woman now. Yeah, yeah, yep. Um. I do want to bring up there. There's a gentleman with the uh, longer hair. His name is Brian Patrick Clark. He was on General Hospital at the time of this, okay. and his name. I want to read off his uh, Wikipedia page real quick. His name on the show is Grant Putnam on General <laughs> Hospital, which I love. Here's the crimes he committed while on the show. Not him, his character, because mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> he allowed his younger brother Ian to die in a ski accident. He murdered his doctor while escaping the sanitarium. He framed Grant. Grant Andrews for murder. He sabotaged his marriage to Celia Quartermain. Oh. I remember the Quartermains. They were cool. Attempted to kidnap Robin Scorpio. <laughs> oh, I love Robin Scorpio. <laughs> he, he murdered Philomena Saltini and he kidnapped Anna Devane. All while on the show. This, well, well, I, the, I just... Grant Putnam. He, what, Grant Putnam, is he just, was he just a... It was he wasn't a doctor in the hospital, was he? I believe he was. Oh my god! <laughs> but <laughs> what happens well, on these shows? General hospital? Hey, yeah. It's really good. I don't know. I don't know. Let's ask Willie because he used to watch General Hospital <laughs> every day. With my dad his did too. Yeah, mother. not ashamed of it. Yes. I mean, I've seen a fair amount of the 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 Young and the Restless with my grandma. See, but so you get mm-hmm. it. Was yeah, Franco on General Hospital? Was James Franco? On? Was that the one he was on? Yes. Okay. He's a valine. Yes. <laughs> So I just want to real quick, and then um, the James opening. Franco's a perfect soap opera actor. <laughs> That's amazing. Of uh, um, the opening credits of the this one, and also the next one are done by Anvil, who was the star of the documentary Anvil's so The Story of Anvil. Yeah, so, <laughs> that documentary is supposed to be awesome. Yeah, That's awesome. It's really good. So they did the uh, they did the songs opening credits for this. That's awesome. Um, best death. Oh boy, you know I gotta go with the outhouse. It's so Ew. gross. Yeah, the outhouse was mine too. It's so gross. She the like leeches dunks this woman in an outhouse, 
and like keeps her head pushed under and she comes up and she's covered in shit and leeches oh, and stuff. Yeah. It's really gross. <laughs> but it's it's creative. And it once again it ties into the kind of camp uh you know, the setting of camp and how you could maim or murder somebody at camp, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. Nikki? Um, I think that it might be roasting the shit sisters. Okay. I thought that was fun. I th- I think I liked it mostly because they were the shit sisters. <laughs> And and that like they were just th- those they were the potheads right you know yes. like they were like they were the losers like drugs are bad mm-hmm. yep. they that's were all. Play- they <laughs> were blazing and she made them bad yeah and if you smoke weed you'll be roasted over a fire you'll be lit on fire <laughs> you will and you deserve it oh I just wanted to add, like I have to bring this up because it's my favorite part of the movie after the one kid um the blonde kid he has sex in the movie. Um, he spends the rest of the movie, like, he didn't have it before, but after he had sex, he starts wearing a gold chain around. <laughs> Shut <laughs> up! That's awesome. It's like like a ceremony, like a coming of age, I think. That sex scene, by the way, between it, them in the bathroom is yeah. really weird. It's really weird. Yeah. Yeah, it, it, yeah absolutely. Um, oh, and we should touch, because we touched on it a little bit, um, Freddie and Jason... There's a couple people running around dressed as Freddy and Jason, and they're then prank people. They're pranking people, so it's kind of the first time Freddy and Jason have scared the screen. And then she's actually kind of comes off as Leatherface when she, she wears the dude's head, face. She, yeah. she wears the dude's face, so and it's kind of a yeah, yeah. it's kind of a fun little crossover. It is fun, and yeah. and I like one of my things was, and I wrote it on the top of my page was timeline, and then like four days because I had a really hard time trying to figure out what the timeline was for this movie. I think like how long, how long, like how long, yeah. From beginning to end that it actually was, and it's been a while since I have seen this now, but like I was very, very confused on that. So very confused. How can she kill so many people in such a short, (laughs) like short period or long period of time? I have no idea. She's got her hidden cabin where Chris Mm -hmm. Pine hangs out. Well, that was like the (laughs) funny. That was the funny thing about the first one. It was like there's like three or four people that die, and like I feel like one person dying at a summer camp gonna be a problem. It's gonna (laughs) shut down the camp. People, people aren't gonna stick around. People will come and get the unless the. All the parents that took their kids are just like, oh, we're on vacation in the Catskills yeah, now. Up, oh, well, we've already got these plants and <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> these vacations. Uh, and yeah, I know somebody died, but I'm going to leave you there, Timmy. <laughs> I don't know. It seems like kind of a shitty camp anyway. <laughs> <so>. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> All right. Um, I have a lot of favorite quotes. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, well, um, Tip Patrol and Party Hats at 2 o'clock. When they're at the... Um, oh, referring to nipples. Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> That's from the tip patrol. They say that, I believe. They're really cool yeah. characters. I think they're a fine patrol. I think they do a good job patrolling. Age. Great patrolmen. <laughs> <laughs> Keep up the good work, fellas. <laughs> I was bummed that they get killed off. Yeah. Yeah. I think I blocked that out because I don't remember that. In the, in the line of duty, sometimes you got the <laughs> Sometimes the good officers take it <laughs> Um, oh boy! No, after the the sex scene in the bathroom, the very awkward sex scene. There's also a sex scene in the woods, and they are just done having sex. And she goes, "You don't have AIDS or anything, do you?" Yeah, that's really good. <laughs> that's really good. No. And good so time he goes, to check. No, and she goes, "Okay, see ya." <laughs> that's the whole interaction. 
<laughs> well, oh, finding out that he has AIDS after the fact, that's going to stop Not it. Not terribly useful. Uh-huh. Yeah, and then um, I think there's another one that I have. Oh, oh, well, one of my favorite parts of the entire movie was when because she keeps going up to this secret cabin that's like a mile away. And the fact that she's dragging all these dead bodies, <laughs> spoiler alert, she's killing these people and then dragging their dead bodies up to this secret cabin that a lot of people know about for being a mile away. And then finally Molly, poor sweet Molly, goes up there and and then like all the dead bodies are like set up in there and then... It, it, I don't know. It's just like a really cool scene because she's just like so normal. She's like, hey, Molly, do you want some canned peas? <laughs> well, <laughs> like I'm tied up right now. I can't, you know, like I don't know. But then she chops off this guy's head. <laughs> Which is amazing. It, it's amazing. And like it has to be my favorite quote. Quote, And she puts his his head on the TV and she goes, hey, look who's on TV. <laughs> 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 or it's in the TV. I don't know. Look who's on TV. <laughs> and she's like so amused by that. And it was amazing. That, that, that is my by far my favorite, favorite part. She okay. plays yeah. it really funny. She yeah, does. she does. But I do. I like that whole entire scene where you literally get to go into a room and see every single one of her kills from the movie just all lined up around this room. It's really cool. <laughs> it is neat. What a film. Yes. <laughs> oh, man. Part three. Part three, Sleepaway right. Camp three, Teenage Wasteland. Yes, the uh, this is also directed by Michael A. Simpson, as Tim said. Back to back, this came out in nineteen eighty nine, and the IMDb synopsis says: After murdering a young girl, Angela Baker assumes her identity and travels to Camp New Horizons, built on the grounds of the camp she terrorized the year before, and starts killing again. So yeah, dun Tim. dun dun. Yep. <laughs> Tim, take it away. Um, I'll be quick on this one. It's more of the same as the second one. Um, it's just not quite as good as the second one. Um, I didn't like it quite as much. It just kind of feels like more of the same the whole time. Um, it's not as fresh, some of the ideas they have, because it's the same ideas they had. Um, I do want to touch on Amy has a theory on this, because they ignore. <laughs> they kind of ignore. In the fourth one, they ignore the events of the second and third one. So she thinks that Pamela Springsteen's Angela is actually a copycat killer that has assumed the identity of Angela mm. and is going back. And so that's how... That is quite a stretch. <laughs> Way to go, Amy. I mean, like, I was like, no. I mean, given I didn't get a lot of stuff from the very first one, right. but I never would have gotten to that that thought, that thought. So, so you're saying yeah. there's a sleepaway camp cinematic go. universe a cinematic yes and i'm sure amy has it plotted what? out somewhere <laughs> and she will go on the amy. final one's gonna be the two angelas fighting each other <laughs> holy shit oh. it's like the it's like the uh matrix in- revolutions <laughs> there's like just rain another down from in- another space? series that yeah another series angela that was filmed back versus angela <laughs> yeah. in space yes yeah <laughs> could do that no oh, Please, Amy, write in. I know that you're <laughs> you're a listener of <laughs> of the podcast. Please write in and and write a script <laughs> for the fifth movie. Well, Camp New Horizons. I think there's isn't there like a probe going out in a space called New Horizons? <laughs> I mean, there's, there's connection here. Coincidence? <laughs> I think not. Just one other real thing. I want to touch. I want to touch on real quick, and then I'll I'll move on go, because go. I don't. I've got a Angela. 
in this one, she really ups her game, and I think she's the she kills a person with a semi truck, and then she runs over the first a, person she kills. First person she kills with is with a semi truck, and I was listening, and they the directors were like, "Yeah, we blew all our budget on that shot." <laughs> so, and um, that's why she kills people with sticks for most of the rest of the movie. Yeah, that's gotta be the yes, <laughs> that's gotta be the biggest weapon a slasher has ever used, right? Like a oh, semi truck. Totally. Yeah. And um, she also, I she's one of the few slashers that at one point she just uses a gun, just shoots, guy. <laughs> she just shoots yes. a gun. Yes. So she's got she's got some interesting. I think uh, it has deaths. the best kill and the worst kill in this movie. Yeah, like out of the whole series yeah yep so semi-truck and gun and gun yeah because <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she just kind of she's creative for a little bit and then this is one where she kind of just gives up but mm-hmm. she's yeah, like i'm just gonna shoot this bored. person she's like, Fuck yeah. It, I don't care. yeah um yeah this one's fun it's i think what makes this one kind of easier to get through is that is the the cast of ridiculous like well, they, they basically, it's two camps, right? It's two groups of kids. Yeah. There's kid. The whole idea is we're going to do like a social experiment kind of thing where mm-hmm. we've got kids from the right end of the tracks and kids from the wrong end of the tracks, kids with money and kids without, and we're going to put them together at camp, right? We're going to mix them together and put them at camp. And like a lot of the kids from the wrong end of the tracks are hysterical to me. Like they're the best ones. Like Riff. They yeah, are. Riff. The, oh my god. I mean, this this movie is just full of stereotypes it's incredible. and the best of them. It's, it's Riff. <laughs> I mean, it is Rip because he's the one with the gun. He's yeah, okay, yeah. <laughs> like, Rip, I mean, Rip the is guy a, is a from young, Detroit is a young African American kid from Detroit who carries a boombox around at all times, <laughs> listening yeah. to rap music. Doesn't basically grunts at most people that try and talk to him because yeah. he doesn't want to talk to him. He wants to listen to his music. And at one point in the movie, he randomly just pulls out a gun on somebody because yeah. he's clearly got him. It's the most racist because, thing because he does have a gun. Because why wouldn't he? Right, of course. Because he's, a he's black from man Detroit. from yeah. Detroit. <laughs> it's so. What black man from Detroit doesn't have, <laughs> have a gun? gun on him, right? I mean, we, we all have guns, right? Yeah, I mean, we, live, we live near Detroit. Yeah, it's it's he's really funny though. Like it's so over the top that there's a really there's a really funny line in it too, where the uh, the, the kind of hoity toity white girl says to him while he's listening to his rap, she goes, "Why do you listen to those rap tapes? Nobody listens to rap anymore." And it's just a really funny, like dated dated lie from her. And then he screams at her, and then they. That was 1989. Yes. <laughs> 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 that made oh, me chuckle. So. a lot of touch, I think. You're right. <laughs> um, no, it's, um, this one's fun, but I, I agree with Tim. It, it kind of feels like, at this point, they're just kind of treading water. You mm-hmm. know, they're like, eh, whatever. Because it, it, it gets to the point where it's like, they split up these groups of kids into like four groups. And so she kills everybody from one group and then goes to the next group and then kills everybody from that group and then goes to the next group and then kills everybody from that group. <laughs> it's so like, it's literally by the numbers. It's like, <laughs> it's not good. That wow. part. But it, I don't know. I laughed. So. <laughs> well, I think this, this was my favorite opening of all of the sleepaway camps with the semi truck and everything. It was the most exciting. It absolutely was. And, and trying to figure out what the fuck was going on. <laughs> And then, and then the semi truck moves after she um, kills her victim, and it's Angela's back, and you're like, <laughs> "What? Yeah. What? The, mind blown! Like, <laughs> I mean, how can this be? <laughs> how is she back?" <laughs> um, but I think that though, what's great about this one is that it plays on. The it, it takes off it takes off where like the last one left off like the first one left mm-hmm. off with 
um, the camp director, the really old guy, and then Meg. Uncle John is the it because the Uncle John is the, is in charge, and he has some sort of weird. Oh no, he's from the second one. I'm sorry. Oh, who? The, I don't even know who. Mel. The, the the, no, who's in the third one? There's a guy in this there's one named Herman, and he's Herman. like he's basically Mel. <laughs> yes, yes, he is. Yeah, and then but his wife is also there, and it's Herman and his wife and this cop who is the father of, of the kid who got his head chopped off and his head put in the TV in the last one. <laughs> yes, yeah, <laughs> and they are the three counselors for this entire camp. And then they, that those are the three groups that they you know, break off in. So Herman and his wife are not together, which is perfect. So then that way he can sleep with this seven-year-old man can sleep with this sixteen-year-old. <laughs> and he's gross. Yeah, he's the dude from uh, he's the dude from Scrooged. Yes, he's the guy that dies in Scrooge. Yes, yeah, the little homeless man. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he, he wow. is really gross, and I really, really gross. <laughs> really gross and uh, i don't know it's just it it's so it's such a bad bad movie but i did like that they they did they continued on from the first one and they're like hey we didn't get to play out this this storyline because meg died so so suddenly so soon and so we're gonna continue this on with another old creepy guy and this young girl with daddy issues I guess. I guess. I, we don't. Yeah. No. yeah they, they they do play a lot with um with the uh, with pulling stuff from the previous movies. Yeah. They really do. There's a lot of copy co- copycat stuff going on. <laughs> <laughs> right, Amy. Yeah. <laughs> um, but what, one of my favorite parts about this movie is that how often they they are so generous, genuinely. Gen- generous. generously, generously, <laughs> damn it, generously giving you flashbacks mm. from the previous movie. There's a lot of padding time in oh, this one. Oh my gosh! Because <laughs> they spent all the money on the truck. Yeah. <laughs> Thank goodness. And there, I don't know what the length of this movie is. Uh, it's about eighty minutes. Eighty minutes. I think yeah. it's eight minutes. Eight I minutes. Know. Eight eight minutes. If you take so, out the flashbacks, it's about eight minutes. So, yeah. <laughs> I mean, isn't it eighty minutes for a feature-length film? Eighty minutes is like I it mean, is the cutoff? If we, if we go by Jonah the, Hex, Jonah Hex is what seventy-two or something, yeah. seventy minutes. I from what I, think, I have heard, I think, yeah. eighty minutes. Mm-hmm. Is, I think is yeah, the I think film. to be considered a feature-length film in the Oscars, I think it has to be at least eighty minutes yeah. long. Otherwise, and you know it's like that Boy yeah. <laughs> Camp was going for the Oscars. <laughs> Good thing they they hit were it. shooting for the so, stars. <laughs> So that to fill in that time, they had to have yeah. multiple flashbacks <laughs> to the first couple of movies. Yeah, and that I think that was my favorite part was just all the flashbacks. Like, hey, I don't know if you if you tuned in for the first two, <laughs> but just in case you didn't, <laughs> you, you clearly just, haven't seen these first two movies because who has? But <laughs> let's replay them for you. Yeah, <laughs> that's awesome. That was my favorite part. <laughs> Should we go into kills? I've got a little bit of trivia. Oh, yeah. Oh, on yeah. This one. Yep. yeah. Trivia. Um, yes, please. Same thing. Uh, Anvil is do, does the soundtrack again. The opening credit songs. Um, the rich kids in this movie are named after the Brady Bunch. And then the po- all, oh, all the characters are named after the Brady Bunch. The poor kids uh, the, from the other side of the tracks are named after the kids from West Side Story. 
So, oh. <laughs> shut up. So, okay. oh, and then in the second one, all of the uh, all the names of the kids that get killed in that are all Brat Pack members. So there's like a Demi and a Rob, and yeah, huh. and that's kind of funny. And we have our final because the fourth one doesn't have it. We have our final uh, relation celebrity. We have one. The redhead in this is Tracy Griffith. Who is Melanie Griffith's sister? Wow! Yeah. What? <laughs> All right. So we keep it going. I like that. <laughs> it's like a, like a, a series of movies from an alternate universe of right. people who aren't popular. It's <laughs> awesome. Oh wow! Oh boy. Okay. Oh, Best F for me. I like the truck, but I like this is the one with the flagpole, right? Yes. I like she she strings up a person on a flagpole. And then drops her head first from the flagpole down while tied to it. It's, it's pretty mean. It's pretty mean. This one got cut a lot by the MPAA, yeah. too. So um, that was supposed to be a little bit more Those bastards. <laughs> right. Man, they almost missed the 80 minutes. <laughs> Damn MPAA. Um, mine is the lawnmower. She buries a woman um, up to her neck in the ground and then just runs over her head with a lawnmower. <laughs> So much work. <laughs> but it's so funny. <laughs> That's why it makes the gun so much better in the end, because it's just Angela going, yeah, I'm getting lazy. Like, oh, God. <laughs> Phones it in. They ran out of pots that were 10 feet tall. <laughs> I like all um, the ones that that um, have the fire, because there's one with the firecracker mm. in the tent, yep. right? Yep. She, he puts a firecracker in, in the guy's mouth, right? Yes. Yeah. And I think that is all a great scene. And then right underneath it, I have I said I have firecracker dash great kill. Underneath is that other guy dash burning guy alive roast marshmallows. So <laughs> I don't remember exactly what that means, but I think that she roasts marshmallows on a over a course. Yeah, she yeah. does. Yeah. Which is amazing. <laughs> right there. Wonderful. So, yeah, those are my two. Um, I, I Some of my other notes, just going through. Um, Riff's cut-off sweatshirt is bitchin'. That is a That's a pretty note. bitchin'. Um, a rich white girl ended up being a horrible racist. <laughs> she was. Yeah, doesn't she say the N-word in this movie? Uh, yes. movie? <laughs> she, yeah, like, says it to him. Yeah, and it's after another racial slur. Two yeah, uses it's about horrible. Black people, too. Yeah. 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 To be fair, Riff, Riff uses a racial slur um, toward the Mexican at one point. Yeah, he too. does. Mm-hmm. He does. So these are good kids. Yeah, but it's o- <laughs> but it's okay because because Riff representing the D, I put down <laughs> pulling out a gun. <laughs> that is a legitimate note for me. Um, yeah, he, he, she kills the old woman, um, the creepy old guy's wife with the lawnmower. with the lawnmower. Yep, yep. and then. oh oh yes riff's death was pretty great because angela rapped she put she rapped she Uh, recorded herself on a tape yeah put it in his boom box and then played air he he plays it he plays it and then she kills him yeah he's like what is is this shit yeah she was like you were bad so you gotta be dead you know like something like that (laughs) that's not good i mean she's a white girl it's like the wiggles rapping it's not it's good (laughs) it sounds amazing um also my favorite quote of this movie was from Willie, who I was watching with and it i i don't remember exactly what it's in reference to but 
He brought a two by four to a gunfight. It's <laughs> <laughs> pretty good. I think that's when she shoots the guy because he goes to hit her with a piece of wood, and she's like, "No, fuck you." <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. Uh, do we? So we'll go. Sleepaway Camp. Well, okay. So in '93, I think they were the same production company was set to make a Sleepaway Camp Four called Sleepaway Camp Four: The Survivor, and from. Du- uh, directed, quote unquote, yes, by Jim Markovic, yes, and uh, and they essentially it followed a girl named Allison who was um, supposedly a camper at the original Sleepaway Camp. According supposedly, to IMDb, I like that. Supposedly, <laughs> allegedly. <laughs> according to IMDb, she's credited as Angela Baker slash Allison Kramer. Yeah. So my guess is that at the end of the movie, she was going to be revealed to, to be, be Angela. Angela. That yeah. was going to be their shock. I don't know. I, I can't piece it together because what they've done is what happened. They filmed for a weekend. And then the company, who also produced two and three, just went bankrupt. (laughs) (laughs) And so they had no more funding. They've cut together a trailer. They put together a DVD on a box set um, that came out a while ago, uh, a DVD box set. And they basically just put four or... uh, four or five different takes of like four or five different scenes on the DVD. And there's like 40 minutes worth of footage on there. It's, if you sit through it, then you have a lot of time on the, your hands. Like apparently three, I do. The three minute trailer alone was pretty horrendous. It yes. was painful. Yeah, and cut- I mean, most of it, was, it's like the last movie, like most of the runtime was flashbacks to the other movies, but the stuff that wasn't is so cringeworthy. There yeah. is a cut of this movie out there. Really? How? There, there is it, on, it's on Amazon. You can rent it, and it's like a half an hour of, of footage that it, they shot, and well, then a they, bunch of stuff from the first three. That he, they just the IMDb page there. lists it as coming out in 2012. This is all very so, bizarre. There is a cut of this movie that is... It, the, the, yeah. <laughs> the DVD they put out is, from what I could tell, what, here's what happens. This woman, Allison, she is attacked by the camp master in his camp master hut like she's like groped and she's like no i don't want to have sex with you and she runs away and he he chases her and then she almost gets shot by a hunter and then they start filming stuff where she starts hunting the hunter i don't know what he did wrong he didn't (laughs) he didn't really shoot her he just came up and said you're gonna get hurt and then and then she (laughs) threatens to kill the camp master and that's it so i don't know how they cut together a movie of this i'll watch it it's on amazon (laughs) all right so there's that okay finally We've come to a film released in 2008, filmed in 2003, called Return to Sleepaway Camp, directed by the director of the original Sleepaway Camp, Robert Hiltzik. The IMDb synopsis says, Camp Manabe? 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 I'll oh, say Manabe. I don't think it really matters. <laughs> I was, I was, okay. What? It wasn't like Arawak? That's the original That's camp. That's the yeah. original. This, this is a one different is, camp. Yeah, they renamed oh, okay. it. Okay. Camp, camp Manabe. <laughs> <laughs> Who the hell would go back to Arabic or whatever? <laughs> These dumb kids. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> uh, is where kids torment each other, but people soon start turning up dead. <gasps> dun, dun, dun. <laughs> I thought Manabe was some weird, like, anagram for be a man. <laughs> oh. Just throwing it out there. Oh, that's the first thing I thought. I said, is it that, like, supposed to be, like, a, you know. Uh, interesting. I hope anyway. so. <laughs> <laughs> I hope so. Uh, so, Tim, yeah, take it away. Okay, this was, yep, filmed 20 years after the original, came out five years after that. It spent five years in post-production. <laughs> it's, it's, like, it's like the Chinese democracy, Guns N' Roses. Oh, my God, of, uh, yeah. And it was, um, 
Post-production apparently was a nightmare due to a lack, they say, of the director's set of unfinished CGI, which is always interesting in your low-budget horror movie when, <laughs> when you're crafting your CGI. And um, a lack of funds, he says. Um, I don't—this It's this is not a very good movie. It's pretty terrible. Um, there's some stuff I think is kind of funny in it. Um, These—the director's not very talented, and I don't— and it shows because this is the only the only other movie he's made, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, That's it. This is this and Sleepaway Camp are it. And but I I kind of like how awful these kids are. It's like if if Rob Zombie ran a summer camp, he, the kids would act a lot <laughs> like this. They just scream at each other insults. Um, it Rob also has, Zombie's remake of Sleepaway <laughs> Camp coming in twenty sixteen. <laughs> um, I just kind of wrote down. Because I don't, it's not a very good movie. It's pretty terrible. It was not worth the wait. So I just wrote down what some of the kids said to each other. <laughs> it's pretty graphic. Um, and this is also, I think, is a nice window into this director's mind because he's yeah. a, he seems like a perverted sort. Mm-hmm. And um, but so throughout the film, they go, they go, your ass stinks. And they say that throughout the film, various characters. Yeah, it's a weird, like, diss. It's like a diss going around the camp. And a bird says it at one point, a parrot. Because <laughs> your ass stinks. Matilda. Uh, Matilda the parrot who belongs to uh, Big Pussy from The Sopranos. Hmm. Uh, <laughs> Matilda, who is my favorite character She is the best movie. character. Yeah. She really is. But I she, mean, she's so sweet. She, no, she's free. not, though. She calls. She goes, your ass stinks. But maybe she's just parroting. <laughs> uh, okay. And then they go, someone goes... Your big penis. They go, your big penis. And then there's another person that goes, your face looks like my ass. And then they go, <laughs> that's a good one. They go, move it, fatty, fat, fat. Yeah, that's, that's a good one. <laughs> you little ass eater. <laughs> Screw you, you ugly whore. Way to go, penis lips. And then they, one point, they just chant blowjob at some kid. Yeah. <laughs> so this is this is a horrible group of children. Man, uh, very ill-behaved. From the mind of Robert Hiltzik. <laughs> yes, of course. So, yep, that's all I really have to say. Hiltzik. Um, the the biggest problem with this movie is that it's. I mean, it's just as badly acted, directed, everything as the first one, mm-hmm. but it lacks the '80s charm. Mm-hmm. It lacks any sort of twist that's worth a damn. It does have a twist, if you want to call it that, but it's hysterically bad and so easy to telegraph. I feel like that's just, ugh. um, and I think that they, whether it was Robert Hiltzik or somebody, put Sleepaway Camp in too high regard <laughs> and thought that doing things like, which in some franchises that are actually a little better. Would be kind of nice for the fans, bringing back such legendary characters as Ronnie. Ronnie's back. Ronnie's and back. Ricky. Ronnie is wonderful in this movie. I might. Add. He's really good. Yeah. yeah, he's really good. He is. He's he's learned a thing or two since all Sleepaway Camp. No, he's regressed. No, he's actually he's actually worse. Yeah, <laughs> but he's still wearing the same clothes. Pretty Which much. is great. He's still pretty jacked though. Good yeah. for him. He has a shitty wig on, <laughs> but or some just for men thing going. I don't know. But um. It's it's just not it's not very good and uh, the kills are lame. There's not very many of them up until the last like ten minutes of the oh movie, and then it's like like a kill, kill after kill. It's it's just not good. It's not a good movie. It's not funny. It thinks it's funny. It does stupid stuff like casting Isaac Hayes as a chef mm-hmm. in a red T-shirt with a white apron, mm-hmm. like his character Chef <laughs> from South Park, or the ridiculous line where somebody calls Vincent Pastor a big pussy, and I'm like, seriously, yeah. like. <laughs> Fucking stop it. Anyway, it's not good. It came, I didn't enjoy it. Th- I think it. this came out after Isaac Hayes had just passed away. Great. I want to say. So, <laughs> That's wait, when bad. it finally came out. Yeah. 
Yeah, it's too bad. Um, yeah, it's not good. Um, I chuckled a couple times, but it's pretty bad for the most part. Wouldn't watch it. Wouldn't recommend to watch it. Yeah. Nikki. <laughs> Did you have something to say about Sleepaway Camp 4, Alex? No, no. <laughs> I have something to say about Sleepaway Camp 5, so we'll get to that. Shut up. Not, don't okay. get that excited. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> no, I will say that, that the one positive thing is that this was the most hardcore intro. It was, it was like an opening sequence of a bunch of like uh, news articles and that kind of such that mm. had like blood splattering on the news articles. But then it had like a hardcore like it was, song. It was like a, it was like yeah, it was like a harder Beastie Boys like, mm-hmm. like yeah, it wasn't yeah. yeah. <laughs> and so I will give it that that it was like I was like wow, this seems really hardcore. Like I'm in for something really great. Like. <laughs> I'm I'm in, I'm in for some not something great, but I'm in for some great kills. Wait, no, I'm not. There was like three kills in the entire movie, minus whatever the end sequence. But like, there is this the chef or some sort of cook or something, and and lame as death ever. So he's by the deep fryer. The deep fryer. <laughs> And somebody comes up behind him, grabs his feet, so then he's holding on to the fryer. Yeah, so he's like doing a handstand on the fryer. He's like, oh my gosh, like, hey, fuck you, so-and-so. Hey, fuck you. No, wait, don't kill me. Hey, no, wait, fuck you. Hey, (laughs) wait, what are you doing, man? Come on now. (laughs) Don't kill me. I mean, this is really dangerous, man. Hey, fuck you. Hey, I'm going to kill you. Hey, I'm just, just stop this, man. This is, this is. Literally, like, and then times two on that of him doing all of this, a handstand on the fryer. Yeah. And then it was so lame. And then they and dump him in a big pot. Finally pays off. <laughs> he trying fits to reference perfectly. The first <laughs> he fits perfectly in that giant pot from the beginning. Yeah. <laughs> the same pot used 10 years ago. <laughs> 30 years previous. Yeah. It was so lame. So, so lame. And then, I don't know, I just hated Alan so much. I don't know who was the worst, worst actor, Aunt Martha or Alan. Alan's this, yes, this chubby no, kid who's I, running around oh, who's Alan. kind of the, on the spectrum, maybe, and like people make fun of him, but he's kind of a dick, but too. Like, <laughs> it was, it was like he, so he's at this camp with his stepbrother, and they have this... this confrontation in the woods and he goes you know Alan I don't know why you have to be like this and he goes well you know I I had that fever when I was a child and the doctor said that I would have all these you know side effects effects from it what (laughs) you're gonna be a little like a passive aggressive little asshole for the rest (laughs) of your life yeah like is I oh my goodness it was like he was like, "Hey, fuck you! I'm gonna fart in your face, you motherfucker!" Yeah, and then, he did and then somebody farts. comes up to him and goes, "Oh my god, he was picking on me! <laughs> oh my god, can I have some ice cream? That'll make me feel all better." Hey, <laughs> <laughs> fuck you, asshole! He's the worst. And then as he walks away, and it's like. A fever does that to you? <laughs> what kind of fever was that? <laughs> like, I wanted him to die so bad. Yeah. So bad. And he doesn't. (laughs) (laughs) 
I, I wish I could have hopped in the screen and killed them myself. <laughs> I would I would have served a, a life sentence in prison for for never seeing him on screen again. I don't blame you. I, seriously. Something just, tells me you won't have to worry about that too much. <laughs> yeah, it's true. <laughs> it's very true. Third part of the the retrospect, Aunt Martha, <laughs> and then who else? And then Alan? Yeah. yeah. Who was that second person that I said that we no, should... No, that was it. No, I thought... Oh, no, the kid from Gilmore Girls that's in this. Uh, weed. Weed, yeah. Weed. Aunt yeah. Martha, Weed, and then Alan. Alan. <laughs> that next one. No. There you go. <laughs> nope. <laughs> Wait and watch and listen. <laughs> Uh, the twist at the end of this one, I, I want to mention it real quick because they do try to echo it. I remember the first time I watched it, I didn't know that. I mean, it was obvious that uh, the cop was. He's the worst prosthetic he's nose. The wor- he's a terrible prosthetic nose. And it's obvious something's up with him. And it's obvious that he's Angela. But I didn't know they got back the original actress. Okay. So okay. when it was yeah, revealed either. that it was Angela, I went, oh, that's kind of funny. Yeah. Like, I went, uh. So it was a decent. <laughs> <laughs> well, for me though, like yes, I knew from the very beginning. Like he is a guy that that suffered from. He, uh, he has someone with his larynx. He yeah, yeah, cancer or something. Yeah, throat cancer, and so like he was talk. He was talking like this, yeah. and yeah, whatever. And so I just saw that he was this guy that had this going on, <laughs> and then had a really big. Fucking stupid prosthetic nose, <laughs> and then and then like so that's all that I thought about it. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. No offense to anybody. <laughs> to prosthetic noses. <laughs> no offense to the guy from Digital Underground. <laughs> Absolutely, absolutely. But like, it just seemed like the stupid subplot of this fourth movie of this really shitty series. <laughs> And so I was like, I never even really thought anything about it. And then like halfway through, it was like Willie and I just paused it because we really needed a mental break. Yeah. Yeah. And then it was like, so have you caught on yet about what's going on? Like he knew right away that that the cop was Angela. (coughs) Excuse me. But um. It's really tough talking like Nikki's that. Nikki's getting choked with emotion. Right <laughs> I, I am. <laughs> and, and, but then, like, up until that point, I was like, no, of course I didn't think that. Like, I just thought it was a really shitty movie. Yeah. <laughs> so, so then I started thinking about it. I was like, oh, well, is it this person? Oh, and then my second guess was like, oh, it's the cop with the right. really... With the goofy sh- nose and the... Yeah. yeah. It, if you're looking for it, which I don't know why anybody would. I mean, I, I kind of want to like see really. at least a picture of this cap. Yeah, 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 look it up. Look it up. It's really funny. I'm find um, like, I if you're a fan of the first one, I think it's. I think you could check this out. I mean, if you're if you're a hardcore fan, it just because it brings back a lot of the original cast and the director, <laughs> yeah. and you can kind of. It's not. It doesn't. It doesn't like crap all over the Sleepaway Campbell legacy. It's no. just not very good. There it, is no yeah. legacy. Really. Yeah, <laughs> and that's the thing is, it's it, honestly I think part of it too is we watched just the two of us watched this. It was kind of late at night. We were both probably kind of tired. Mm-hmm. Maybe if we had been with a group, you know what I mean, it might yes. have been a little bit better. I would and, say that. And and, and Willie never even <laughs> gave me any heads up about the fact that <laughs> that <clears throat> the fourth one was a direct you know sequel to the first, to the one, first one, and yep. then. 
for a four movie franchise then disregards the second and third <laughs> one. Well, we like, dealt with that with Halloween before. Yeah. So. I mean, but that makes sense. Like, that's a, I know. you know, whatever. But, like, yeah, that just that it just skips <laughs> movies. I, I don't know. Alex, you never warned me. Alex just brought up a picture. Alex found the cop. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. That's not yeah. a suspect, right? Um, <laughs> <laughs> also, you can see breasts. Like, <laughs> When the cop is like lifting something or lifting somebody, you can see that there's clearly breasts. Yeah, <laughs> we'll make sure that we post that with. Oh my god, online. that should be the yeah. Yes, Alex, that should be. Yeah, I'll I'll put it in the in the show notes. Yes, on absolutely, absolutely. All right, are we good to go, best death? <laughs> along, right. along with the pasted on mustard. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> oh, that's oh, wonderful. Or you got some more? Any final thoughts, Nick? <laughs> 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 One of the best pranks that's pulled in the entire movie <laughs> is that um, <clears throat> that the cool kids um, are like, "Hey, Ellen, you want you want to party?" And they're like, "Hey, smoke this joint." Like all the kid, cool kids are doing it, and so they make him smoke a joint filled with uh, cow. Uh. Cow, cow shit. Yeah, cow, yeah. So and then he coughs for like an and hour. Then he coughs yeah. for an hour. Like, hey, you pussies! Like. You try smoking like <laughs> cow shit, not coughing. <laughs> I, it's tough. I said that like I had right. I had previous experience. I have not, <laughs> but um, I'm sure it's hell. Um, I, that gosh, I should have so many more notes on that because I've got two more pages <laughs> left. Um, let's see here. You can keep going. <laughs> All right. I'll chime in when I find something. Um, best death for me was when they killed weed. They kill. It's about one of the only deaths in the movie. But they it don't. She forces gasoline. She yeah, like John pumps his stomach him, full of gas, and then makes him smoke weed. And he explodes. And he explodes, <laughs> which makes a lot of sense. <laughs> so that's about it. Yep, physics, chemistry, <laughs> all of this. Um, my favorite was the bunk bed because it felt like an old eighty slasher movie kill. The girl comes and lays down on, on the bottom bunk of her bunk bed. And sure enough, there's a bunch of nails that have been nailed in the top one. And then, like, the killer Spider-Man jumps off of the rafters <laughs> and lands on it and just impales the girl. That was kind of cool. That's pretty uh, awesome. That's neat. Yeah. And, and it was practical. It wasn't like CGI, which a lot of these deaths were yeah. un- needlessly CGI. <laughs> so, yeah, I like that one. It was fun. It felt like it fit alongside some of the other ones. Um, I would say that one of mine was there was a wood scene. A uh, guy and a girl hooking up. Um, they were they drove out off to the woods in a jeep, and he's going to like take a piss by a tree or something, and she's in the car. I don't know. All this stuff happens, and then the killer comes out, and he and he or she ties him uh, to the tree. Is okay, fine. Somehow he gets tied up to a tree while he's trying to take a piss. I. Fine. Oh yeah. We'll suspend our disbelief for that. <laughs> and then but then she's sitting in in the Jeep like, Hey, hey, did you call me? Hey, are you there? Oh my gosh, is something wrong? <laughs> and then and then like turns on the Jeep to go drive away and somehow there's like barbed wire involved that's taken <laughs> off of a fence. I don't know. And then it's er, it's tied with dick. She ties fishing line to the man's uh, penis. There's so much going on in the, the seat. Ties that to the car, 
And then the girl's like, oh, the killer's coming after me, even though I don't know how she thought there was a killer. There's, like, no reason to think it. It's great. Yeah. And then there's barbed wire, and the girl drives, rips the dick off. Yeah. And so, then gets, like, yeah. her face smashed in the barbed wire. Yeah, like, just yeah. my notes were, like, fine. He somehow gets tied up while peeing. Fine. She thinks someone is chasing her, so she drives off. But she's like, oh, my God, what is that? Like, like she sees barbed wire in the road, like, a quarter mile away. And she's like, oh, my God, what is that? And then so keeps And driving. then screams, and then hits and it. Just, yeah. And, and then is somehow not protected by the windshield of her Jeep. Yes. Okay, fine. <laughs> it is a, you know, like, it doesn't have, a, like, a roof on it. But still, like, you're... Windshield's not going to protect you from getting, and but then it's, it, but then like how she drives, it's like it somehow wraps around her neck just very nicely, and then you see her later on, and it's not like she was just beheaded, like because I can understand that, like that is a clean death in my in my book, like you hit barbed wire, bam, head off, but then you see her like twenty minutes later. And she's got all these marks all over her face, like there was barbed wire that was was like wrapped around her head like a million times, and then she's <laughs> all bloody, like her face is all gross and everything. How the fuck did that happen? I don't know. How? Physics. Physics. <laughs> okay, I was never good at science, so I guess. <laughs> but. It, <laughs> But it, I, I love how hung up on this kill you are. Like you're really having a <laughs> hung hard time up. With it. <laughs> oh boy! <laughs> it was. It's dumb. No, it was. It was really bad. It was really bad. Really bad. And then I um, and then there's that black girl, the one black girl at this camp, mm-hmm. in the third one, <laughs> and then she was talking so much shit to Alan, the little motherfucker, mm-hmm. and. <laughs> oh, I hated him so much. And then, like, I I don't know. I just, she just talked so much shit. <laughs> and I don't know. What? Uh, uh, right. <laughs> no, no, isn't she the one that dies in the, the, in bunk the cabin? In the bunk yeah, in the bunk bed. bed. Okay. Like, she gets squashed. She just, they have so, like, they've got a few interactions in the movie. And then, like, she is that, like, from the second one, like, that... Typical black girl talking shit. Like they're just using all these stereotypes. You didn't see that. I was using a lot of air quotes there, <laughs> but like it, just, it. But like they use this one black girl as the stereotype yeah, these, of like talking shit and yada yada. These are not the and, most evolved filmmakers no, that, we, yeah, yeah, like, that we run across. <laughs> I, I yeah. don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Alex, did you have something to say on part five? Yeah, so uh, I just want to read the the sequels, the end of the sequels section on the Wikipedia page for uh, the original sweep, Sleepaway Camp. It says, um, The purportedly final film in Hiltzik's Sleepaway Camp trilogy, titled Sleepaway Camp Reunion, was also announced to be in the works. Distribution had been arranged via Magnolia Pictures. Creator Robert Hiltzik stated that he would make the film if his budget was met. However, Hiltzik and Return to Sleepaway Camp producer Jeff Hayes have since started working on a reboot slash remake that would retain the key, the key characters and elements of the original film with additional storyline elements and a dose of modernizing. 
As of summer 2014, Hiltzik was reportedly tweaking the strict script. And then, although he had no rights to the film series, Michael Simpson, the director of Sleepaway Camp 2 and 3, uh, wrote a script for his series of Sleepaway Camp movies as a, as well. Wrote a sequel script titled Sleepaway Camp Berserk. Yep. So, yeah. so we have so, three boring. potential Sleepaway Camp films. Yes. Ac- according to the Wikipedia page, Robert Hiltzik now owns... The rights to the franchise. Okay. So, <laughs> so the Berserk Back is in the hands of the original. It's in great hands. Yep. <laughs> so um, there you go. What is, what is the... Where you can... Look, Kickstarter? Kickstarter, thank you. <laughs> I <don't know> how <laughs> I I pulled so, that. I'm so glad that you pulled that out <laughs> of, I, of my mumbles. But yes, Kickstarter. We need to make this happen. <laughs> how do you... What's the opposite? Like, how can you take money away from these people? <laughs> <laughs> Can we pay somebody else to like, get, get access? Pay Michael A. Simpson to get the rights to Sleepaway Camp back. Curb Stomper. How? Curb Stomper. Dot com. Put a final end to, to things you don't want to happen Just by get giving people to money. Their bank account. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, we could always like like create a Kickstarter to like make the funds to buy. Sleepaway exactly. Camp. Just to make yeah. sure. Yeah, that. just to make sure that we always own it and we always protect it from never being <laughs> made again. I feel I feel like we would achieve that and then Willie would be like, but guys, I have a great script. <laughs> <laughs> I have an I awesome would... script, guys. I would act. Amy's copycat killer mm-hmm. movie. Yeah. I would act in it. <laughs> Make all I could of the be films the star. Canon. I could be the star. I could be the star. I don't feel comfortable with you having a prosthetic penis. <laughs> Thank you, though. Or nose. Oh, but or I- nose, yes. <laughs> or shitty mustache. Or Hey, I got them all removed. I can <laughs> this has been the Midwest Film Nights podcast. <laughs> yeah, I think, that's, uh, I think that wraps it up. The official divorcee yeah. of the Midwest Film Nights <laughs> 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 Feedback at MidwestFilmNerds.com. Let us know what you think of the show, the things that we talk about. We're on Twitter at MFN Podcast. We're also on Instagram by that name. Search for Midwest Film Nerds Podcast on Facebook and Vine in order to uh, uh, follow us in those places and look at the silly vines that we've made. And yeah, Amazon.MidwestPodcastNetwork.com. Shop there. Part of your purchase will come to us and we can use that money to make the show and, podca- and uh, network even better. Yay! And I don't know if there's anything else really um, to say. I'm Nikki. Yeah. Uh, well, <laughs> <laughs> I'm Ron Burgundy. Um, Thank you for the cookies, Nicole. They were yeah. delicious. Yeah, Delish. I don't think she's going to listen to this one, but <laughs> I will, I will uh, make sure she knows. Uh, do we have any preliminary thoughts on Fight the Franchise number four? Did you guys want to bring it up or no? If we do buy the rights <laughs> for Sleepaway Camp... I feel like the next person that should play Angela is Sarah Silverman. (laughs) (laughs) Mostly for the fact that in the last movie, I thought it was Sarah Silverman. (laughs) She she goes, is that Sarah Silverman? It's a note. It's a legitimate note in my book right now. Well, then they could combine it with what had America in Summer because it'd be a Jewish (laughs) camp. (laughs) Seriously. Sarah Silverman, we need you. We need you. That would be good. Yes. 
I don't know if we have anything we're going to talk about in terms of what's coming next. Okay. I think we have to debate amongst ourselves mm-hmm. here. And then we're, right. we're trying to outvote maybe, Willie maybe right can, now. <laughs> I'm being voted off the island. Maybe yes. we can announce it on a future film there. Yeah, so people I think can, we can do that. People can and, watch the series. And if you guys have any thoughts about what we should uh, review next, please let us know because, you know, you might open our yeah. eyes to That's something true. that we never thought about before. Try to keep it less than 10 movies, please. And yeah. try and make it something terrible, but slightly better than Sleepaway Camp. <laughs> there you go. So, That's a lot of instructions. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I hope you can pull yeah. it. Yeah. Feedback at MidwestFilmNerds.com is where you can write in and let us know if you have any suggestions. But that's about it. Uh, Comics Y. Go watch a movie. Woo! Yay! <laughs>